Hello and welcome to the Shape of Work, a podcast series by Springworks. My name is Anoop and I am your host. Each week we'll be talking to top people managers across the world on the future of work and how it's shaping our workplace. So sit back and get ready to find out more from these movers and shakers as we have a no holds barred anything goes conversation with them about their journey, their insights, their thoughts, and most importantly their ideas and vision for the workplace of the future. Join in on the conversation. Leave a comment and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shape of Work podcast and today we have with us Dr. Kajal Cheda who is a research guide and assistant professor at Atlas Skilltech University Mumbai. Hello Dr. Kajal, thank you for joining us today. Hello Ajit, thank you so much for having me over here. It's a pleasure. So to begin with, could you please take us through your career journey so far as an educator and Also you would love to know that what inspired you to pursue a career in education. Thank you Achit. So the thing is like I from the very early age I had a deep rooted curiosity and a passion for learning and it wasn't just getting good grades but it was more of joy of discovery uh, the thrill of understanding something new. But my thing was why don't we see the magic of happening things through different lenses? And this desire of mine help me to share this love for learning with others and then it became a burning ambition so i envisioned somewhere a classroom you know where the questions were actually encouraged from the era that i come we had very punitive type of uh, teaching and learning and what i'm seeing here now as in this entire process and the journey that i have made the things are changing and it is finally the way the things are happening where the students should feel empowered and they should be explored enough that they grow enough as an educator one more thing arshit i want to say that i had the privilege of guiding students you know sometimes when i used to see any movie where there was so much of border things and uh, where uh, uh, they used to really do something for the country the soldiers i used to ask myself question ki what can i do for my country is very little you know which i have in me being coming from this traditional contemporary background and upbringing uh, i was never supposed and i was never raised to go and work outside like my mother and my father empowered me to study to learn but to kaam nahi karegi kahin so what could i do for my country so that somewhere you know i felt that i could guide my children children as in i call my students as my children archit so please know that so i could guide them i could watch them evolve i could see that light on their face you know when they could understand the really challenging concept and what i saw was the impact went beyond the academics they started throwing light on values the critical thinking the empathy and that's what i feel you know it's a very essential thing to have a very great society within us awesome i mean definitely nobody can you know have two thoughts about the fact that why teachers are considered you know almost as equivalent to as you know your gurus or you know as as we say that you know your teachers are second to god second to none but god and parents so obviously i mean to have that sort of vision for your students who and you know considering them they're your children i think it's a great uh, thinking and um, i'm sure we have more teachers like you who carry the same vision 
So, as I was going through your profile, I also got to know that you're not just a teacher, but you're also a student. So you're currently pursuing a law degree as well. Yes. So, what motivated you to continue your education, you know, your studies at this point? And also, I would love to know, how do you balance both of these? Thank you. Thank you, Arshit. You know what it is? I generally believe it's like lead by example. Correct? So, when I go to my classroom, I'm so empowered. I feel this is my akhara. I, I, I hope that I can use these words, right? Yeah. So, and I feel very empowered. So, I always keep on telling my children who are at the last bench, you know, that Monday to Friday, I'm table ka ye side. Saturday, I'm table ka wo side. So, I know what the student think. I know what the student is going to talk about the teacher. And while studying, all through my life, I've studied, you know. Uh, I got married at the age of 22. I mean, just I'm not giving you a flex, but just I'm telling you. Uh, after I got married, I did my MCOM. I did my MBA. I pursued uh, uh, my MPhil degree from Chennai University. Then I did, uh, there's one mandatory thing to become a professor. That is net. So I cleared that and I didn't buy PhD. So I thought that, you know, what something new, apart from that, having that Dr. Kajal Cheda, what is something which I can really put more light on, uh, on my name? So it was like advocate Dr. Kajal Cheda would look more better because my guide when I was doing my PhD was a very, very strict human being, but a very gold hearted person. And his name goes like Major Dr. Ashok Giri. And I was so inspired by that. Now I can't join NCC. But this law degree, it helps me, you know, to create a positive difference. And I feel that this particular student at one given point of time should have this growth within them where they can see that when they talk about me at their homes also, they say we have a teacher who is a student. So I lead by example. I know what they are going through. I know what these assignments are because when it's my time of submission, it really takes a toll on my health. And Archit, mine, it's not easy huh, to balance the thing. I may be very humble, you know, to say that, oh, I can balance it very nicely. But it is not the case. There are days, Archit, when I ask myself, why am I doing this? I mean, it is not required. This degree is not going to give me any financial great thing. Neither it is going to do any difference in my life financially. But yes, personally, it's going to give me a commitment level where I challenge myself every single day. Can I complete this research paper on time? How do I manage the time? How do I get a strong support from my network around? I always keep on telling my children in my classroom, you know, it is not just having great parents that you make a difference. It is the self-motivation. I'm very self-driven. And apart from that, Sudhamurthy ma'am once said, you know, behind every successful woman, there is a very strong family who supports them. So I can give this credit to one of my very good friends, to my uh, what we can say, my family, my in-laws, my husband, and more importantly, my daughter. You know, we have a race during the exam time. It's her exam. She studies my exam. I study. And then when I'm on my mobile phone, she tells me, keep your cell phone inside. Okay, you're having an exam. So this is something that's very motivating, Archit. Yeah, definitely. And I think it takes a lot, a, a lot of amount of resilience and, you know, patience and passion towards studying. I mean, it's not easy, as you mentioned, and it's definitely not easy to do something and to balance both the boats together. But I guess you've been doing it greatly. That's why, I mean, it, it, you're seeing the bigger picture of learning that you get, the kind of growth that you would get, be it 
financially, personally or in any way. So I think it's all about seeing the bigger picture and making the most out of your time, making the most for yourself is, I think, the bottom line of this. So uh, I also read a very interesting thing uh, in your profile. Uh, it mentioned that uh, there was you conducted some leadership lessons and related it to mythology. So uh, could you tell us more about it? Uh, that how did you relate and these two topics? Because it's quite unusual. Yes, Arjun. You know, I'll just go through one small story. Okay, when I was a student, I used to feel that. Why are we learning the same things? What has been taught to us? Why don't as a student? Yeah, why will not as a student? Uh, the student has a different perspective of that same thing. So what happened? You know, I I when I was seeing this Ramayana and Mahabharata and whatever has been taught to me, people were always thinking from this uh, point of view of what Ram has to say, Lord Ram, of course, yeah, Lord Krishna. But there is always a second view of the person who is from the other side. Even they have their views, right? And then uh, we as a teacher, you know, we have the privilege of meeting great personalities in our life. Uh, in this country, uh, it is very bad, you know, that we are very humbly paid. Uh, we, we are paid very modestly. And let me not talk about the uh, colleges or the universities who don't get grant. In this profession, what we get the most is the respect, Correct. And the respect is earned by not being the sage on the stage. You need to be the coach by their side. And at that time, I used to always feel, what do I do to keep myself updated? And there came person in my life. His name is Utkarsh Patel, sir. Okay. I had this refresher course going in NM College in Mumbai. And he was delivering a lecture where... There was a connection of management with mythology. And of course, I used to follow a lot to Devdat Patnaik. The YouTube videos, the readings, the books. I'm a very avid reader. So when I used to read this, I used to get, I used to transform myself into a whole new world of mythology. Where they, they used to make the complex things, you know, possible in a very nice manner. So what I used to do is like I used to uh, read Jain mythology. I used to read Ramayana. And then I used to integrate these lessons through the storytelling. Because at what age don't we love to hear stories? Everybody in any era, in any age, love to hear stories. And then I started integrating the small ethical lessons, the small crucial uh, crisis situation of what Ramayana has, what Mahabharata has in the form of case studies, in the form of interactive sessions. And then I used to apply it. And where my children used to understand and apply these particular principles in their modern leadership challenges. So the emphasis was more on values, more on ethics, more on adaptability, more of resilience and have a strategic thinking, which makes my child, my student, grow holistically you know and that development is very important which resonates the ethics of the child as what he has learned his upbringing and what challenges he is going to face and how he's going to overcome that so that was the entire story behind this awesome um, i think even the times have also changed where you know where innovative ways of teaching has also been adopted in various um, colleges and universities. So I think it's a great thing and I am really looking forward and because I myself am a student. So I would love to, you know, uh, have those lessons 
in my college as well where you know teachers focuses on different aspects and they make you learn through different things uh, like mythology as you mentioned so how do now coming to another part of this conversation which is like since you have been into this profession for a while so how do you see the future of education changing i mean what how do you see it growing and uh, how do you think what sort of innovations could be brought in when it comes right to- right archit you said that we are growing very fast and thanks to the honorable prime minister of our country that is implementing nep policies which is which is going to really bring a very great difference of course it has its own disruptions we cannot avoid that but the future of education including my management studies is likely to be increased by digitalization and the accessibility which the children have i keep on telling my children that this generation is born in the information revolution generation i speak something my child googles it and he challenges me madam there is something else also written over here and this is discussion i don't believe in just teaching the child i believe in discussing it so it's very important that i really want to tell to every educator or the student or anybody who's listening this podcast please discuss things because only after discussion we broaden our views you know and now with this online and blended learning it allows our child to grow continuously it offers that flexibility and with the advent of artificial intelligence and data analytics they can really have this personalized learning experiences you know traditional degrees really help to one extent they'll never go away they'll never fade away but they'll evolve into smaller modules what is more important is skill based learning the skill based credentials i make my uh, mba and my bba children go out in the market you know and they get this experiential learning by talking to the consumers by talking to the entrepreneurs unless and until they, they don't go into the market they'll never experience the challenges so i make them go go i make them write the reports that report writing in is all very graded thing what i want them to learn is go in the market see how the consumer behaves see the sustainability of any entrepreneur how is he going to survive you be at that strategic decision maker help him guide him and what i feel is you know the future of our higher education in management is very dynamic it is going to be tech driven it is going to be focused on preparing the students to evolve into the global landscape gone are the days where i'm competing myself only with the other state students in india now our competition is bigger it's like just chug day go outside explore yourself and show to the own whole world that india has the power to change and have that never to die attitude within there that's what i feel our future of education is amazing definitely you mentioned some of the very accurate and very important points i mean be it you know tech driven data driven and then also i think it's all about now practical knowledge and you know applying your knowledge into practicality that's what the essence of education is today one of the days when we just used to stick to textbooks or you know just reading big research papers of you know uh, various people carry a lot of experience with themselves i mean it's all about because the market is so dynamic you just can't you know study it in a book true true archit and when i even if i if i can speak this i keep on telling my children who are doing mba and bba what i'm teaching now is it will become outdated after 2 to 3 years 
but what is more important is you learn that resilience to learn and this is something now which i really want to say when my mom was alive she used to always tell me kajal will be robbed one day saraswati hamesha tere saath rahegi lakshmi chali jayegi but saraswati hamesha tere saath rahegi to learn keep on learning and updating yourself even a mobile phone of ours you know requires an update so we have to be updated to face challenges that's what is my entire take away from this podcast and give away from this podcast beautiful beautiful thoughts uh, thank you dr kajal for taking time uh, out of your busy schedule and coming and sharing your beautiful thoughts with us um, i hope we have more teachers like you who you know just carry this lineage of um, sharing your knowledge your everything your vision so thank you so much thank you archit thank you so much thank you team spring works it really matters a lot and thank you for the efforts taken by you all i hope that we could really together bring the change in our country which our country actually deserves definitely and thanks to our listeners for tuning into this episode